Father God, in the name of Jesus, we come to you about here. And now, Father God, we give you glory and honor and praise. We thank you for this day that you made. We thank you for life after life. God, we thank you for the blessings that you have bestowed upon us this day. Father, and now as we endeavor into your word, we pray that we will open our hearts and our minds and give us a full understanding of a fresh revelation of your word. Help us apply it to our lives that you will be glorified. And as we as your children shall be edified, and most importantly, that our enemy Satan will be horrified, and we declare and decree these blessings to be so in our master's Lord and Savior's name, Jesus Christ. Amen and amen. God bless you. God bless you. just want to come on and share what God has given to me, and I think it's going to be a blessing to you as well as it has been to me. And we're continuing this series entitled The Release. This is the Lord's Release. And I just want to go back to our foundational scripture, and then I'm going to our, our text for tonight. The foundational foundational scripture can be found in the book of Deuteronomy, chapter 15, and beginning at verse 1. At the end of every seven years, thou shalt make a release. And this is the manner of the release. Every creditor that is lended out unto his neighbor shall release it. And he shall not exact it of his neighbor nor his brother because it is called the Lord's release. Verse three of that foreign thou makest exact it again, but which is thine which thy brother, thy hand shall release. Save when there is no more poor among you, for the Lord shall greatly bless thee in the land which the Lord thy God giveth thee for inheritance to possess it. That's the foundational scripture. Now we'll go with me, if you will, to the Gospel of St. Matthew, chapter 18. The Gospel of Matthew, chapter 18. And begin reading at verse 23. And it reads thus, Therefore is the kingdom of God likened unto a certain king, which would take an account of his servants. When he had begun to reckon, one was brought unto him, which owed him 10,000 talents. But for as much as he had not paid, his Lord commanded him to be sold, and his wife and children, and all that they had, and payment to be made. The servant therefore fell down and worshipped him, saying, Lord, have patience with me, I will pay thee all. The Lord of that servant was moved with compassion, loosed him, and forgave him of the debt. I want to start then. I want to reread verse 27. That's where this message is going to be surrounding. The Lord of the servant was moved with compassion and loosed him and forgave him of the debt. And if you allow me to take a subject off of this tonight, it would be entitled, Thank God for loosening me and forgiving me of my debt. Thank God for loosening me and forgiving me 
of my debt. I don't know who I'm ministering and preaching to tonight, but I feel a great unction to tell you the Lord is loosening you and for he's forgiving you of your debt. Despite what people have said and despite what people have done or have, as a matter of fact, have attempted to do to you to benefit them and them alone, the Lord told me to tell you tonight that he has loosened you and he has forgiven you of your debt. Ah, and I want you to just think about where God has brought you from today only because there's been things that's been transpiring around you all day long. Things that people was trying to do and it didn't work. People were trying to attach and they could not attach themselves. It's because God said, I am loosening you and I'm forgiving you of your debt. There's been some things that people have said to you that once upon a time would bothered you, would agitate you, but for some reason they called you to smile and you really didn't understand why would you smile when you should have been upset when you should have been up mad when you should have got frustrated busted and disgusted but instead you just smiled and the reason all that is because the lord has loosened you and has forgiven you of your debt yes and it's one thing and I want you to really get this tonight. It's one thing when God loosen you and, and understand this. And I really want you to understand it more so than anything else. When God releases you, he looses you. And that means whatever he got set you free from, that bunch no longer exists. It can even, it can try to reattach itself, but you're like, oh, it just slaps right off of you. Hello, somebody. Because when God loose you, the devil himself can't even put his hands back on you. Hallelujah. And that's something just to tell God, thank you for loosening me right now. You ought to be praising God. You ought to declare right now, I am loose by the blood of Jesus. Hallelujah. That's something that I'm realizing more and more every day that we are not going back to doing. We really need to go back. We just need to go back and start pleading the blood of Jesus. Plead the blood of Jesus over our homes. Plead the blood of Jesus over our bills. Plead the blood of Jesus over our finances. Plead the blood of Jesus over our jobs. Plead, matter of fact, let me just really go somewhere. Let's plead the blood of Jesus over our mindsets, our bodies, and our spirit. Because the weapon of the Bible declares, thank you, Jesus, the weapon of this warfare is cardinal. It's not carnal, but it's mighty by the pulling downs of strongholds. And God told me every stronghold that you've had for the past seven years that's tried to take you out has just been loosened because your debt has been cleared. Mm. And I keep telling you, and I've been saying this for the last three weeks of this series, but the Lord's release, this was, this was before we can be released in the natural of our debts, this time to understand by the Christ, that there's a, it's a spiritual debt that we got to be released for first. That whatever, I don't care how long you've been saved, I got to go here. I don't care how long you've been saved, sanctified, Holy Ghost, and fire baptized, and running for your life with Jesus on your mind, you still have some spiritual debts on you that people have tried to hang over your head. But I remember when you did this. I remember how you used to be like this. I remember when you said this. I remember how you reacted to that. All of that nonsense is called a spiritual debt. And I'm here to declare by the power of God that God is releasing you from it right now and your debt is cleared. And when God gives your debt cleared, that means it's wiped slate. It's like it, it doesn't exist. So now since because it does not exist, that means you don't get in bank, tangled up with it again. 
And it's so easy because we have, a, when you really love people, when you really have a heart for God's people, people will try their best to take advantage of and get you all tangled up and all twined up so they can use you for themselves and not appreciate you for the glory of God. So God has sent me here to tell you tonight, don't get entangled with other people when they don't appreciate the God is in you. Don't get entangled with people all they want to just prostitute your gift, your anointing to benefit them but they never take the opportunity to take the time really to celebrate you. God told me to say he's going to release you from this foolishness and he's going to give you a clean slate from your debt. How do I know? Let's look at this text. Let's look at this text. Jesus began to begin to tell a parable and it's a powerful parable. We like to preach on it, but we really don't like to expound on it. And let me say it again. We'll preach on it, but we want to expound on it. Tonight, I'm just expounding on this text. I'm not preaching it. I'm expounding it because I want it to really get in your membranes. I want it to resonate through your spirit, man, all through the members and marrow of your bones. So in the time the enemy comes in, you can hold it. Jesus loosed me from this, and my debt is cleared. So the text begins, it says, therefore, the kingdom of heaven is like unto a certain king, which would be taken account of his servants, meaning that the king took some inventory because he felt like he was being short. Money was getting a little tight like it is in this economy right now. Money is tight for a lot of people. The prices of food is very high. People can barely afford to eat anything. So the king, the by Jesus said, the kingdom of it's like of heaven is likened unto a certain king which took an account of his servants. And when he had begun to recognize, he began to look back and pause. He started to reflect. Wait a minute, I have some people that owe me. You got some people that owe you. I got some people that owe me. The question is, how many of these people that owe us is willing to repay us? Or do they feel like it was just a gift? And if you really bring it up and try to have a conversation with them, or they'll tell you, oh, I thought you just gave that to me when I asked for it. No, when it came out their mouth, they said it was a loan. Do you hear me? So when he had brought in the record, one was brought unto him, which owed him 10,000 talents, meaning he owed him some. Say he owes me something. He owed me some. Yes, he owed me some. But for as much as he had not had not repaid, his Lord commanded him to be sold, his wife and children, and all that he had, that a payment may be made. Meaning that there's time people, we got people on payment plans. Hallelujah. Payment plans. And sometimes we, even though you, you know you make this payment plan, you desire to be on time with your payment plans, but things happen unexpectedly to cause you to fall behind. The Bible declares that this king called this man in to question about his payment, and the servant said, Lord, I do not have it. And it kind of upset the man about his money. Can I talk to us? We get funny and upset when people owe us and we don't have our money. Hello. Sometimes we get a little more ignorant than we should. And I'm going to say it again. Sometimes we even get ignorant more than we should because we allow the flesh to get the best of us instead of the spirit of God ruling us. Yes, we allow the flesh to get the best of us 
more so than allowing the Spirit of God to rule us. Because the Spirit of God was to rule us, we would have some compassion and understand the reason why they might have fell behind or reason why they don't have it, even though you may be in need of it right now. But when you was, when you was in need, then God have mercy on you because he's I got required of you and you'd say, Lord, I didn't have it, but God showed you some grace and some mercy and gave you some more time to get yourself together. Because that's why you've been saying, I come, though, when I finally get myself together. And God said, I keep giving you grace and mercy and I'm giving you time because you asked for it. Hello. And because you asked for it, I'm giving it to you. Now God put somebody in your pathway that need that same mercy, that same grace and said, I need some time. And you're like, mm, right, your time's up, Charlie. Pay me what you owe me. But how would you have feel? How would you have felt if God would have brought you in right now saying, I want you to pay me what you owe me. And you say, Lord, please have mercy on me because I do not have it. And he says, nope, I'm not having no mercy. I want what you owe me. So since you don't, you cannot pay me, I'm going to sell you, your wife and your children, all your possessions to just to get one payment because what you owe me, you really cannot pay. Mm, that's deep. What we really owe God, we know we cannot afford to pay. All we can do really is say, Lord, have mercy on me. If you don't believe me, look at this text again. Look at verse 26. It says, the servant therefore fell down and worshiped him, saying, Lord, have patience with me and I will pay thee all. Oh, thank God for grace and mercy. Thank God for his love and kindness. Thank God for him being understanding and caring. Thank God for he being uh, redemptive and restorative. Thank God that his anger is just for the moment, but his favor is for life. And weeping may endure for the night, but hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Joy comes in the morning. If you think I'm just misquoting the scripture, take me, don't take my word, but look for the, go to Psalms 30 and 5 and see what he said, that his anger, his anger is for the moment. His anger is right here when the text was for the moment, but his favor was for life and that weeping may endure for the night. Joy came in the morning. How y'all know joy came in the morning? Look at the next verse. And we're going to close. Look at this next verse. I just want to expound on this tonight. I will go deeper. It's going to get, it's getting good. It's going to get real deep. But I just want to expound on this. The Lord of that servant was moved with compassion. Hallelujah. The Lord of the servant was moved with compassion. And loosed him and forgave him the debt. Do you hear me? He released him from being sold. He released his family from being sold. He released him from his property that he possibly owned from being sold. That's what he said. The Lord of the servant had compassion. Oh, he showed some love when he didn't have to. I remember that. I don't know about y'all, but I think that son just came to my spirit. I'm so glad Jesus lifted me. I'm so glad Jesus lifted me. I'm so glad Jesus lifted me. Glory, hallelujah. Jesus lifted me. Oh, what my favorite part of it, I used to love to hear the late Mother Rhymes. She used to say this, Satan thought he had me bound. But Jesus lifted me. Oh, y'all ain't going to talk to me tonight. Uh, Satan thought he had you bound. But listen what the text says. The king had of the servant had compassion on him and loosed him 
and forgave him of his sins. Because Satan tried to bind you up, but Jesus loosed you and released you from your debt. Hallelujah. Glory to God. And let me say that again. I felt that felt that in my spirit, man, right there. Satan thought he had you bound, but Jesus loosed me and released me from my debt. Hallelujah. Glory to God. I Lord, I praise you right now for your blessing. Thank you for being loose. Thank you for being free. As the songwriter said, I'm free. Praise the Lord. I'm free. No longer bound. No more chains holding me. My soul is resting. Yes, it's just a blessing. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. I'm free because the Lord had compassion on us. Yes. And he loosed us and released us from the debt. Ah. Oh. The song came to me just now by God's property. It's over now. I don't know who I'm saying this to, but prophetically, I see it in my spirit, man. It's over now. You can make it now because your storm is over now. That debt is over now. You can go ahead and say no more cloudy days. No more rainy days. Why? Because the storm is over now. It's over now. You can go ahead and clap. You can let your tears run down your face if you want to. You can even tell God, thank you mm, for releasing me from this bondage. I didn't know how I was going to get it from under it. All I knew is that I was doing a dog paddle because the flow wasn't working for me. I'm trying to keep my head above the water. I got also overwhelmed with bills, overwhelmed with medical issues, overwhelmed with family issues, overwhelmed with homes issues, but God, I release it to me now. I declare that you release me and you loose me, and I am free from my debt. That's why I ain't been able to give you a praise like I used to, but God said, now I'm releasing you so you can praise me like you want to. You can praise me like you used to. He said, I want you to fall in love with me, not because I loose you, but because I love you and you love me. I want your praise. He said, because I inhabit the praise of my people. And because I inhabit the praise of my people, I require my payment of praise. That's all God said I want from you is a praise. I want an undignified praise. A praise that is so genuine that it comes out of your belly. A praise that calls tears to run down your face. A praise that will cause your mouth to utter. I will bless the Lord at all times. And his praise shall continually be in my mouth. A praise that said, this is the day the Lord has made. And I shall rejoice and be glad in it. A praise that will say, oh, clap your hands. All ye people, shout unto the Lord with a voice of triumph. A praise that will say, I once was young, but now I'm older. But I never seen the righteous forsaken, nor his seed begging bread. A praise that will be uttered out of my mouth and said, but let everything that hath breath. Praise ye the Lord. A praise that will be uttered out of my spirit is when it said, I will look unto the heel until it cometh my help. 
for my help comes from the Lord. A praise, a glory, and hallelujah. A song that the angels in heaven can't sing. A praise that will say the Lord is good at all times. A praise that will say it is a good thing to give thanks unto the Lord. For his mercy is endured for all and forever and ever. A praise that will say, I will enter into his course with thanksgiving and into his course with praise. But blessed be the name of the Lord. A praise that will be uttered from my membranes that will say, I was glad when it said unto me, let us go into the house of the Lord. A praise, oh yes, Lord. A praise that will say yes. I will say yes, Lord, yes, to your will and to your way. A praise that's in my membranes that said, Jesus, I never forget what you've done for me. How can I forget how you set me free? Ah, I got a praise, yes. I hear the songs that I vow to praise you through the good and the bad. I will praise you whether I'm happy or sad. I got a praise. Oh, yes, Lord. I got a praise here. I got a praise. I need to get it out. I got a praise. Yes, that says I love the Lord for he heard my cry and he pitied my every grown up. I got a praise because I've been loose from my death. Then it said, what a friend that we have in Jesus. All our sins and griefs to bear. Oh, what a privilege it is to take everything to God in prayer. That's my praise because he loosed me. That's my praise because he canceled my debt. That's my praise that I can raise my hand up. I got a praise that declares unto me to lift up my head, O ye gates, and be ye lifted up, ye everlasting doors, and the King of glory shall come in. Who is the King of glory? The Lord strong and mighty, the Lord mighty in battle. Let this be in your spirit, man, tonight that Jesus has loosed you and released you from your dead. Let this be your praise. Let it be your testimony. Let it be the glorification of God that Jesus loosed you and released you from your dead. And I prophesy unto you, tonight you're going to have a sweet rest. You're going to sleep better than you've been sleeping. Because you've just been told by the Spirit of God that's going to minister to the speck unto you. You are released from your debt because Jesus has loosed you. Father God, in the name of Jesus, we bless you. We give you the glory, praise. We thank you for your word. Let it minister to somebody. Let the anointing saturate their mind, their spirits, God. And I pray right now, Father, in the name of Jesus, those that are afflicted, those that are going through right now, I speak healing to their bodies, healing to their minds, healing to their spirits. And God, I declare that they are loose from the crown of their head to the sole of their feet. Be that loose man. Be that loose woman. Be that loose boy. Be that loose girl. And God, we say thank you for the blessing and we receive it 
by our Lord and our Savior, master's and glorious name, Jesus. Amen and amen. God bless you. God bless you. Be blessed.